Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. You know, happy Thanksgiving week, everyone. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Did anybody just wake up from a turkey coma? Hey, that's a real thing. There we go. Aaron did. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's more potent than anesthesia, I believe. That turkey coma could be dangerous. Anybody got the stretchy pants on still? Somebody had a good Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Well, I envy you if you got the stretchy pants. I had to like cinch it up a tighter knot uh, today. But hey, I actually trained for this year's Thanksgiving. Did you know that you could train for Thanksgiving? So, I, you know, this wild idea came across that I should detox the day before, clean out all the junk, and get ready for more junk. The forbidden food. I mean, all the pies, the desserts, the sauces, the gravies, the stuffing, those t slightly roasted marshmallows. I mean, who doesn't love that? But I made one big mistake. Don't ever detox before Thanksgiving. I get this big plate of food, I start going in, and I just can't eat. I'd lost my appetite. My body was too clean. What have I done? Oh, man. But how many people are thankful for leftovers? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Not leftovers, but thanksgiving. It's a great word I've got for you today. I want to thank God for the life that he's given me, for the people, for this house, for my pastors, for my friends, for my family, just for everything in my life. And God was just reminding me as we developed this message that, you know, we need to have a heart of thankfulness. And I want to inspire you all today. Can we all develop that heart of thankfulness? So many blessings come on the other side of thankfulness. And I don't know if you're like me, but I forget how thankful I should be and how I should thank God each and every day for every circumstance, every trial, every tribulation, everything that happens in my life. And so hopefully in 30 minutes we have together, I can unpack why thankfulness will change your life. Are you ready for the journey? All right, let's dive right in. So, you know, I know we're supposed to be thankful for all we have, but there are actual many blessings that come from thankfulness. I found this article in Psychology Today, and they started unpacking all the different things that a heart of thankfulness produces. See if anybody needs any of these. First of all, uh, it can enhance your mental wellness. It can positively affect your physical health. And this one really attracted my attention. It can promote a lasting change in perspective. How many people do you know that are just thankful and grateful and joyful 24-7? Aren't they attractive? They are. It's like you want to just be around them. They're thankful for everything. I was like, that's the heart we need to develop. But here's some of the amazing things. If you will spend 15 minutes a day, five days a week for six weeks, you can get those benefits. And then it comes with more blessing. And here are a few. Does anybody need better sleep? Better immunity? Lower levels of inflammation? Lower blood pressure? It'll actually scientifically drop your diastolic pressure with a heart of thankfulness. Been proven. Less depression, anxiety, and stress. How many of us need that? Higher self-esteem and optimism. 
You know, and people that are thankful have stronger relationships. You know, my wife and I, we, we love marriage. Um, I didn't have the best track record with my mother and father. Um, some of you that might know a little bit about my story. Basically, my, uh, my mom is on her fifth husband. He's a great guy. They're going to make it to the end. And then my dad swore off wives after two. So imagine my childhood for 18 plus years was not the best role model of marriage. But that's why I cherish and I thank for a beautiful bride that God gave me, and we invest in that marriage. And so we've got a marriage and family counselor that helps us just hone communication skills because we want to take our marriage to the next level. And so in a recent session we just had with her, and hi, Veronica, if you're out there listening, love you, appreciate you, thankful for you. But uh, she challenged us with something that seems easy, and it was 20 affirmations a day. Could I have 20 affirmations a day for my bride? And I was like, how hard can that be? And then I tried to think of them. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I am way out of practice about how to be thankful for the little things and the big things that my wife does to bless us and bless our family every day. So what I've learned, and I'm still learning, I'm not even up there yet. I'm working my way to 20, but want to challenge all of you is I need to be more intentional. You know, it's kind of like that car you're thinking about buying, and then you've never seen them before on the road, then all of a sudden you see them everywhere. Well, that's what being intentional. When you start thinking about what can I be thankful for today, God will start highlighting things that you can write down and express. So be more intentional. And then be more sincere. You know, thank you, honey, for planning that epic Friday gold mine tour. We went up to Julian. She wanted a family day, had it as a surprise. None of us knew where we were going, and it was incredible. We were panning for gold and seeing who could get the most little gold dust flakes and going through the mine, and it was just so much fun. But my wife planned that all on her own to make sure we'd have a special memory. So thank you, babe. So it's little things like that that we need to look for each and every day and be appreciative of. And, you know, I don't know if anybody's out there like me, kind of performance goal oriented. I'm like, 20 a day, no problem. I'm going to knock this out. Check, move on. What's the next thing we're going to tackle? But no, it's not about the 20 affirmations you can get in a day. It's about developing a heart of thankfulness by writing and communicating 20 things. It's the heart of thankfulness. That's what it's all about. So I want to encourage you, if you want to do any homework, I encourage it. That would be a great way to start. All right, so let's dig in. Point number one. Thank God for the material blessings God has already given us. You know, Ephesians 5.20 says, Always give thanks to God, the Father of everything, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. How many times have we not thanked him for what we've already got? You know, we just finished Black Friday. Now we're getting ready to start Cyber Monday. And so if you're like me, you're thinking about all the things that you want. You know, what's the deal I'm going to get? You know, but how about the things we already have? What if we could thank God for those things? That's what this point is all about. So don't get me wrong. I love new things just like everybody else. Matter of fact, 30 days ago, I was wondering why my wife and daughters weren't asking for my birthday list because I want a lot of new things. <laughs> but I'm thankful I have a wife and two daughters. So, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with wanting new things. Yes, he amen that. Thank you, babe. <laughs> But he reminded me to be thankful for all the things I already have in my life and the people that have so richly blessed me as well. But let me tell you a quick story of just an imagery that God flashed back in my mind to 
to help me with being thankful. So as a Marine, you know, I was uh, over there in Somalia. We were on the USS Peleliu. I was with 2nd Battalion, 5th Marines, most highly decorated Marine battalion. And uh, some lieutenant and I wanted to go on shore and do, do some humanitarian ops. So we loaded up all our battle gear, Humvees, armed 50 cows, had all the MREs, the food, the water, all the great battle gear we had on, weaponry, and, and we were ready to roll and see what we could do. And all of a sudden on this one dirty, dusty trail, I saw this small little figure emerge from the dust. And it was this little boy about eight to 10 years old. And he was just saying something in his native language. He was running with all of his heart, you know, and like looking at the kid. I mean, you talk about a six pack like Pastor John, this kid had a 42 pack. He had not eaten a meal, and I can't tell you when. So he was yelling something out. He was doing this. So we got the impression he was looking for food. And so I gathered what I had, uh, MRE, which is like pouch food, granola bars in there, threw him some water, and I'll just never forget that moment. He stopped, he bent down, he picked it up, and there was so much joy, so much happiness. He started dancing and lifting it up, and he was like praising God for it. And he turned back around, and just through the dust, I could see the biggest smile I'd ever seen. And it just reminded me as an American how blessed we are. That's how most of the world lives. It's just like that little boy. He had nothing on but a pair of shorts, no shoes, no shirt, no telling when he had his last meal, but he was thankful for that blessing. And I started reflecting back, like, why can't we be more thankful? If you live in America, you can be thankful for that. If you live in America's finest city, San Diego, can't we be thankful for that? If you have got a Bible, most of the world will be persecuted if they even own one of these. You've got God's word in your life. If you've got a good mother, a good father, a good family, if you've got kids or a spouse, how many things should we be thankful for? I'm thankful to earn the father, you know, the title father. I mean, what a gift. You could take all the awards and accolades from my military career, but when I became a father, what an honor that was. And I thank God all the time just for that alone, just that I got to become a father. So can we thank him? All right. So Philippians 4.12 says, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And guess what it is? To be thankful. You know, what God is trying to teach us here is, you know, you may have what you want or may need more. You may have great circumstances or not so great circumstances, but can we just be thankful in the moment? If God is with you, if God is for you, if you're part of this church, if you've got a connect group, I mean, there's so many things to be thankful for. So let's talk about that now. Let's talk about the second point. Can you be thankful for the people in your life? You know, it's so easy to take people for granted. You know, the people that are all around us each and every day, you know, it's easy to complain about what they're not doing or what they're not providing but when's the last time we just thank them for being them and the things that they've already done in our life? You know, can we thank, you know, people in our life like our spouse? When's the last time we've done that? Or our kids? Or can we thank our relatives, the in-laws and the outlaws? I mean, there's something to thank them for. They either teach you what to do well or what to never do. I'm not talking about you, mom and dad. We love you guys. <laughs> love my in-laws. They're never outlaws. But, uh, but yeah, I just, you know, might as well just thank mom and dad. You know, it's like so many things I can thank you for. Just one, 
you gave me my bride. You know, the greatest gift God has given me outside of salvation, my bride. You know, all the trips you've taken us on, the adventures, the life that you live, 50 plus years of marriage, what a testimony. The boats that you've owned that became yachts. And what I love is like you get to name when you, you buy a new yacht, you get to name it something. And I remember, you know, mom and dad picked the word gratitude. And I just thought to myself, I was like, wow, you never see that word. But it just reminded me what a thankful heart that they had had, all the trials, all the tribulations, all the different assignments as a Secret Service agent, all the dangerous positions that his life got put in. But they were grateful for every single thing that God had brought them through and every single thing they had. So you're welcome. Thank you. I got to enjoy that yacht a lot. And I am so appreciative of that. <laughs> oh, so good. And we're going on a cruise or something in January, so thank you again. <laughs> but also, if you've got a connect group leader, when's the last time you thank your connect group leader? You know, I've been a connect group leader, connect group coach, but, you know, we invest our time into our family that God has brought us into that home. We invest the time getting the house ready, prayed up. We invest the message that we want to share. We invest in the communication. We invest in the prayer and getting breakthrough in that small little huddle. We invest in food. You know, we can thank our connect group leader for so many things. You know, the heart of thankfulness, you know, and then I want to tell you about another story. Um, or first of all, I can just say, you know, this is what thankfulness looks like. You know, when I was thinking about writing this message, I was just thinking about my beautiful bride and how many times that I should have been more appreciative instead of more fault finding. And so thankfulness could look something like this. So, babe, I love you with all my heart. You know, I do. But I just want to share this what God put on my heart to share with you. You know, I feel like the richest man on earth. You know, as I look at the woman that God gave me and the children that God gave me, Lexi and Skyla on the front row, I thank you. I thank you, honey, for everything that you've done to me. You know, you're the love of my life. You make me a better man in every way. You've taught me how to value people more than projects. You've taught me the value of fun and laughter and memories more than mission accomplishment and goal achievement. You have seen me at my weakest, but you pick me back up and get me moving to victory. You stretch me where I need to be stretched, because sometimes you can see more potential in me than I can see in myself. You were such a great pastor, a great leader, a great mom, and I promise to cherish you all the days of my life. Thank you for giving me a long rope, for loving me, giving me grace. Despite my flaws and providing endless encouragement, I thank you. And then if you've got kids, it could look something like this. You know, I thank God for my kids every day, my Lexi and my Skyla. Faith and joy right there on the front row. But you are two of the greatest gifts God has ever given me in my life. I'm thankful to be your father. You amaze me at how much you love, encourage, lead your friends. You make wise decisions and you love God and you're my lasting legacy. I will always love you, protect you, provide for you, and champion you. And I thank God for you each and every day. Can we have a heart of thankfulness like that? It doesn't take much time. I just intentionally thought about my bride and my daughters, and the words flowed. 
And I believe God will flow through you if you just spend a little time this holiday season being intentional and thinking about the people that need to be thanked. You know, how many of you love to get a thank you card, a handwritten thank you card? How rare is that? That someone takes the time, like Pastor Sterling Pyle, one of the most intentional guys I know. I keep it right here in my Bible, Pastor Sterling. You have no idea. Like, he's one of the, the great men that will take his time, get cardstock, think about me, write something, send it to me, deliver it to me, and that means a lot. You can do simple things like that. You, yes, you can text somebody. That's, that's meaningful as well. You can write a card. You can give them a gift. You can get, take them out to dinner. Or you can take them and create a memory. I've got so many friends in this church that have all the fancy toys, the razors, the yachts, the vacation homes. And I get invited and included to go create memories. God, I thank you for those type of friendships, for those type of experiences, for those type of memories. So if you look back on 2023, who are the people in your life that maybe we can accelerate our thankfulness as we close out this year? Can we do that, church? Come on, I tell you what, it'll change your life, guaranteed. All right, point three, thankfulness precedes breakthrough. Now, this one I discovered just looking through the Bible, looking at where, you know, thankfulness showed up, and it was fascinating to see how a thankful heart preceded the breakthrough. So, here's some of the stories. First of all, thankfulness is mentioned 73 times in the New Testament alone and over 20 times in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And there's inspiring stories of Jesus's miracles all preceded by giving thanks. And I'll just tell you a couple of them. John 6, 11, Jesus gave thanks before he miraculously fed the 5,000. Imagine that, gave thanks, and then power and miracles flowed. John 11, 41 through 42, he gave thanks before raising Lazarus from the dead. And said, they took the stone away and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me. And because of the people standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Isn't that amazing? Feeding the 5,000, raising people from the dead. Thank you. And then in Luke 22, 17 through 19, the Passover meal, what did he do before he grabbed the cup and they took the bread? He said, then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it amongst yourself. For I say to you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And likewise, he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. Can we be like Jesus and start every prayer with thankfulness? What's on the other side of starting with thankfulness? Thanking him for what he's about to do. Having belief, having expectations for our abundant daily provision. Give us this, Lord, our daily bread. Can we just thank him for today's daily bread? It's the simple things, the little things. You know, God notices whether we're thankful or not. There's a story in the Bible, you might know it, about the 10 lepers. Jesus passing, passing through an area, and there were 10 lepers. Leprosy was a bad skin position, um, uh, condition, and uh, it literally just, you were unclean. It was miserable life, and like all you wanted with was health and healing. And so these 10 lepers are calling out, Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus notices them and gives them an assignment. 
says, go and show yourself to the priests. He didn't like heal them on the spot or anything like that. He said, go and show yourself to this priest. They all took off. And along the journey, guess what happened? A miracle showed up. All 10 of them were healed from leprosy. But here's the interesting thing. Wouldn't you think if you got healed in a moment from leprosy, you'd go thank the man that sent you on the journey of healing? But only one returned. And Jesus looked and he kind of marveled. He's like, wait a minute. Weren't there 10 of you that went out, but only one returned? Where are the other nine? That's how I can tell you Jesus and God know if we're thankful for what we already have and the people in our life. And it hit me pretty hard. Like, I need to be more thankful for what I already possess and watch the blessings that'll come on the other side of that. So, yeah, let's be, uh, you know, thank him for everything in our life. And let's be, uh, you know, passionate about praising him because that passion precedes breakthrough. You know, in my military career, you know, I did 20 plus years and about the 10 year mark, I stationed here in Southern California. My wife and I really wanted to plant our roots here. We had just started to find this amazing awakened church. Uh, we had had great friends that we were developing relationship with. Our kids were in a great Christian school, Maranatha Christian school, and we didn't want to leave. And so I had so much negative against me, like, you know, colonels saying, hey, you're going to ruin your career if you don't go and become a multi-coast Marine. You know, what are you doing? I said, you know what? We're just going to thank God in advance for the blessing. And what we started doing is we started praising God. We started expecting. We started declaring the miracle. We thanked him in advance with what was about to happen. And lo and behold, orders came up. Guess what? They had an opening at Miramar, right down the road. Three years later, other orders came up. Guess where they had an opening? Marine Corps Recruit Depot, San Diego. Then a couple years went by, another opening, EWTG PAC on Coronado. And finally, to finish out my career, Camp Pendleton opened up. That's how much God loves a heart of thankfulness. Can we get passionate about thanking God? God, thank you for this word that you gave me. This alone is the greatest treasure I have. I was dropped to my knees when we have the occasional fires that come through and you got to get ready and what are you going to grab? Where's the bug out bag and all this stuff? And I remember I had it dialed in. I'm a Marine. I'm a planner. I'm a logistics guy. I had thought of every detail, guns, ammo, food, water, blankets, survival, you name it. I get in the truck, I turn it on, I'm about ready to back out of the driveway to go to a safe place, and it hits me. Son, you've forgotten the most important thing you could ever take with you. I had left this in my office. If you just have this one book, God has already given you everything you need. There is power. There is authority. There are stories of breakthrough. The breakthrough that you need is already written in this book. you got to claim it for yourself. 2,000 years ago, our Savior, Jesus Christ, died on a cross. But people forget the most important words I think of his entire ministry. Guess what it was? It is finished. It is finished. Believers, Christians, fellow warriors, why don't you start standing up to the devil and say, it is finished. All the lack, all the, I can't get pregnant. That is finished. I can't own a home in San Diego. That is finished. I can beat cancer. That's finished. I've done it. You guys can do it. 
I had all the doubts, all the fears. I rented for 30 years because I didn't believe that I could own a home. I didn't believe I made enough money as a single income earner. But with God, things started shifting. Things started shaking. I started thanking God. God, I don't know how, but I know who. I know that you're my provider. You're Jehovah Jireh. I'm claiming tither's rights. God, you're bringing breakthrough into my house, into my home. God, show me. Open the windows of opportunity. God, you're a good God. This is a house that's going to bless you. This is a house that's going to bless your people. And guess what? He did it. And in seven months, I owned two homes after 30 years of renting. How much should we be thanking God in advance? He is so ready to help you with whatever breakthrough that you need. Let's start praising. Let's start thanking him. That's what this message is all about. Man, I just want to thank him and praise him right now. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to drive this point home. I, uh, I was praying. I found this, and I'm going to share it. It's about four minutes, 30 seconds. But if you're wondering in here, God, show me. It's been so long since I even thanked you for anything. But God, show me what are the areas of my life that I need to develop that heart of thankfulness. So take a look at the screen. And write these down as God highlights. Say thank you. Hey, can we just stand up and just give 10 seconds of praise to thank God for whatever was highlighted in that video. God, we just love you. We praise you. Thank you for the life that we have been given each and every day. And, and I, I don't know if he's in here, but just I'm going to take a moment. Uh, you can go ahead and have a seat. And... Uh, I just want to thank a special friend. We spent uh, eight hours yesterday. Uh, John McBride, are, are you in here? Or ushers, he might be in the lobby. See if he can just come in real quick. But yeah, I spent uh, eight hours yesterday with uh, John McBride. He's a certified concealed weapon carrier instructor. And uh, I'd finally been through my 13-month journey to, uh, to get that training. Uh, but what I loved about my time with John is like we opened up and I just got to know him, got to know his story all the, the challenges he had been through, uh, all the breakthroughs. Hey, John, everybody wave to John McBride. He keeps us safe. He keeps us secure. So we don't have to worry about the devil. We just worry about God's word. But this is a thank you gift for you, John, for my time yesterday with you. You're a champion. Got to know your story. You educated me on the Second Amendment, on our constitutional rights. You trained me. You equipped me. And I thank you. So let's just give him some praise. Thank you, John. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> There's something special in there for you. But yeah, it's little random acts of kindness and just being thoughtful. You know, when somebody pours into your life, can we pour back into those, theirs? And so finally, point four, can we thank God in the midst of trials and tribulations? This is where you really earn your stripes right here, having that thankful heart when it hurts the most, when it's the most painful, when you feel like the weight of the world is on you. And the devil wants to keep you there. But if you can just change your mindset and look for something in the circumstances to be thankful for, it overwhelms the enemy. They're just like Job, I meant to crush that man. How in the world could he still accept good and bad and know that God was still faithful? What did God do on the other side of that testing? Double portion in every area of his life. 
So if you're going through a trial or tribulation or something that is just feels overwhelming, like you can't bear it anymore. I've been, I've been there. I've been there. You know, I'm big, tough Marine, trained in sports, trained in the Marine Corps, mentally strong, physically strong, spiritually strong. But I had my moment. I had my mountain about a couple years ago. The weight of the world, the devil put everything he had on me. Losing my father, that I'd had hoped that we'd one day have a restored relationship. Also getting diagnosed with cancer, having financial issues. I mean, just the weight of the world was on me. And I, I actually told my bride, like, babe, I don't know if I can take any more. And some of you may be in the room and feel like that today. Maybe that's your mountain moment. Maybe this is it. But what it took was realizing the verse, when I am weak, when I'm at my weakest, he's at his strongest. And all I had to do, I wasn't meant to face the battle alone. That's what the devil will tell you. You're never meant to face any battle alone. When you've got God, when you've got pastors, when you've got friends, if you've got a spouse, if you've got kids, that is how we battle together. Together we are strong. When I did Aaron and Rosie's wedding, one of the gifts I gave them was that threefold cord. You know, one cord, you can snap it. Two cord, a little more challenging, but you can. But that threefold cord is not easily broken. Somebody needs to hear that today. Have you reached out to God? He's reaching out to you. He's been there every step of the way. I always have that imagery in my uh, mind of Jesus at the door. I stand at the door and knock. Is today the day that you will open and let me in? So I just want to pray for everybody right now. If you can just bow your uh, head and close your eyes. God, just thank you. Thank you for this moment. We are in the Father's house. God, we are reminded that your son, Jesus Christ, was your one and only son. But God, you loved us so much that you gave him to us to pay the price for our sin and shame. God, that we don't have to live a life of groveling, a life of just tough trials and tribulations. But God, we can live a life of victory. And it's on the other side of a relationship with you. So God, if there's anybody, any son, any daughter in here, in the lobby, watching online, if you've never given your life and accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Your whole life could have been leading up to this moment. I remember like it was yesterday when I had my moment and I accepted God and all things started shifting and shaking. And God wants the same for you today. So if there's anyone in here that's never given their life to Christ or perhaps once did, but the devil led you down a dark alley and you don't want to be there anymore. You want to come back to the light. You want to follow in God's footsteps. You want to be a part of this house. You want to unlock your potential, every gift and talent that God has put inside of you. If that's you today, I want you to raise your hand strongly and proudly as high as you can. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. I see that hand right there. Thank you. I thank you, sir. Yes, I see that hand. Thank you. I see that hand. Yes, God is waiting. We don't want one person to leave here today without accepting that free gift. Thank you. Thank you up there. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you up there. Thank you up there. Oh, my goodness. God is just the angels are cheering in heaven today because the devil has lost. There's more. Come on. Keep praying into it. 
Father, no one leaves here today without accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I guarantee you everything will start shifting and changing in your life because you're not alone. Is there anybody else? We don't want to leave anyone left behind. Marine Corps, we never left a Marine behind. I don't want to leave any son or any daughter. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? God will wait. God will wait. All right. Well, with your head still bowed and eyes closed, just repeat a prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you that he paid the price for my sin and shame. I repent today of all my sin, and I thank you for my relationship with you. I thank you for the gifts and talents you put inside me. I thank you that today is the day everything changes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, what, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. And to our, our app, amazing, it is chock of incredible messages, information about coming events, and you, can, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. Forward to see, forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live, live life that I have transformative. Bye for now, for now.